Do you have opinions that you feel you can't express? I think we all do. Are you looking for a place to stir up conversation and let your opinions be heard? I want to introduce you to a new alternative social media site, Snippy.com. Snippy is an unbiased social media platform that's all about conversation and community. Snippy not only encourages freedom of expression, but guarantees its users the ability to discuss topics freely, without any suppression from administrators. Check in for a quick update about current events, or spend hours scrolling through users' posts. Write your thoughts and strike up conversation. Snippy's founders have intentionally created a forum where anyone can feel free to express their thoughts, frustrations, ideas, anything really. It's a place where discussion is valued. A place where your opinion matters. Totally free. Go to snippy.com now to express yourself. No shadow banning, no character limit, and no suppression of conservative thought ever. Check out the website at snippy.com or download the app. No censorship. No agenda. Join us at Snippy to get the discussion rolling. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Now you are a fifth generation psychic trance medium. That means we're talking about way back your family has had this ability. What year or who did it start with? You know, um, it's interesting because growing up, my mother just never really wanted to, I don't know if she didn't want to scare me. She just, you know, my poor father, though, he thought just this girl's insane. Um, But I would come to her and talk to her about spirits that I was seeing. And uh, to me, it was normal. It didn't seem unusual. I didn't have anything to judge it by. Um, And my mother would just, you know, God bless her. She'd say, oh, here's some holy water, you know, just to, you know, she'd tell my father she's normal. Um, But she didn't really discuss it with me a lot until I was older and I was still, you know, involved, let's say, in the metaphysical and that spiritual realm. And one day, I mean, she was, we're talking, you know, in her 60s, she finally told me that, geez, you know what, Maureen, this has been for my family for many, many years, like her great-grandmother and, you know, her grandmother used to heal people in town and heal them of their illnesses and keep them, stop them from bleeding. And do readings for them, and she said, you know, I hear the spirits, but I just turn up the radio. So, Would you say you know. that there was a member of your family that was better than another member? I never, you know, never really quite thought of that. Um, I would say that I had, you know, my grandmother died when she was 28. So oh, I geez. never really knew her. Um, but my great grandmother, rather, I did know, and she was the one who really got involved with doing readings for people. So I heard that, you know, she was very trusted in her city or in her town. Um, so it's hard to know. I mean, I don't know, have a lot to really judge by in my family history as who was, might've been stronger than another. Did they ever pass down stories from one to the other that uh, you could carry through? You know, the only thing that I do have was given to me, and uh, I have this little picture of, you know, and it was my grandmother, actually, before she had passed, and uh, she was maybe maybe five years before she passed, and it's interesting because you have a picture of her, and she looks like a gypsy, um, and my mother used to joke about it and say that that, you know, that was her true self. She was very unique. That's what she said. So the, the stories I got were always bits and pieces, never never anything that was really concrete that I could say um, about spirits anyway. Now, you've been with the New England Ghost Project, Maureen, since 2001. What is that? Uh, well, Ron would do much better than me to tell the story, but 
he started this story after an, a near-death experience, um, and he had to, you know, work and do a, um, you know, a special course or class that he took to try to, to keep him busy when he was healing from his illness. Um, and basically, he started doing a cable, um, you know, he started a cable program, and during that cable program, he did, had to do it on something, so he chose you know, doing it on ghosts at his workshop. And again, he'll do much better at explaining than I would. Okay. Um, but it's a team of individuals that, you know, over the years I learned, you know, to me, everybody is really, you know, it's a great team of people. You work really hard together. You go out and you look for the things that go bump in the night. You know, someone else doesn't really want to, to uh, look into that. They're quite satisfied not knowing about the unknown, or you have someone that really needs help. There's been many calls over the years to Ron and the team um, that were, you know, businesses, um, you know, families, you know, you'd have restaurants, and they don't really want to to uh, go out and tell the public all the time, this was years ago, they don't want to tell the public that something is going on that they can't explain, and um, people were getting a little freaked out, and they need help. So it's really been a journey of love, I think, to go out and actually work because we're not paid. You know, it's not something that we get a pay to go out and do investigations for people. It's really going there to, to just help them. How many people are just uh, off the wall when you go to their house? They're, they're just losing it. Well, off the wall, meaning terrified of spirits, yeah. or off the wall, just crazy. Now, <laughs> terrified of spirits, I guess. Um, you know, as, as it says, we've done more than a hundred investigations. Um, I would say that, you know, not a hundred percent would we find something active going on at the time, but we're big believers to know that, you know, it doesn't always happen on command. Um, so I really believe that there are a lot of supernatural things that are going on. Um, if you're aware and you're open to it, you might experience it. You know, some people say, well, I've never seen it and I don't believe in that. Well, there's a good reason why you don't see it. Um, so if you say how many people, I'd say a good percentage of paranormal activity does take place out there. And I would bet that if you did a poll and you asked people on the street, you'd get a good amount of, you know, maybe 70% of people have had some odd experience that they can't really explain in their lives. What have you concluded about what this may be? I mean, a lot of people have their thoughts about what ghosts are. What do you think they are? Well, I think there are varying degrees of what they could be, right? So our experience and my experience over the years has been, you know, if I do a reading for someone, for instance, um, I get more of a loving spirit, someone that's passed over that wants to communicate and come back and, you know, let their loved one know they're okay, or maybe has a message for them that they weren't able to give before they pass. Um, but then, you know, you're called out to some locations where, you know, things aren't really going well. Someone's gotten thrown down the stairs. Items are being tossed around the house. Um, there's different, you know, events like, say, uh, you know, people walking by, and then they might see a spirit walk by, and all these plants just die as they're looking at them. Um, we had one case of a woman who was living by herself with the door, you know, door closed in her apartment, and yet she was hit on the back of the head with a, a baluster from the stairs. Uh, you know, all these, you know, she'd have something go on in the oven, like she'd go to put potatoes and roll them in foil and she'd lay down and take a nap while they're cooking and yet they would a fire would start in her oven 
Um, it would wake her up with the alarms going off, and she'd get up and look, and the potatoes underneath on, you know, on the flames itself. So what do I think? I think, again, there's many different varying degrees of paranormal activity and not all of it. Just like you don't have a person that's 100% nice, mm-hmm. um, doesn't mean that you're going to have a spirit that's 100%, you know, wonderful and nice. That's not all fun and games then, is it? Oh, no. I mean, you <laughs> think about it. You have someone who is, let's say, a not a very evil person. What if you have a person like a murderer that's in prison and they pass? Do they immediately grow wings? I mean, it's, it, you know... There's just uh, a lot of things to be aware of um, when people go out and investigate and realizing that it's it's not all just fluffy bunnies. Have you concluded, Maureen, that uh, there is a hell, that hell does exist? You know, I personally don't believe, I mean, I was brought up Catholic. Um, sometimes I believe if there is a hell in the afterlife, it's because we created ourselves. Um, I don't believe that, you know, there is necessarily a hell no. Interesting. Now, what drives you? Why do you keep investigating? I don't, I, I investigate because I don't feel I can stop sometimes. You know, I, over the years, um, I've. I mean, are you like addicted to it? Mm, No, not addicted to it, but. To me, when I'm, you know, investigating, a lot of times I'll use energy and expend energy when I'm doing that. Um, And if I don't, I feel like sometimes if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, my life kind of, it's like wreaking havoc, right? Um, It's like a buildup of energy. And if I'm working, I do a lot of technical work. I do a lot of, I work on computers. um, And occasionally when I would go through those spans of time and not actually use that energy, I would tend to uh, fry a lot of my electronics. Our friend Jeff Belanger wrote the foreword to your book, More uh, Ghost Chronicles, and he, of course, is the author of The World's Most Haunted Places. What a great investigator he is, Maureen. Oh, he's fantastic. I love Jeff. And uh, just a good guy. You know, I I see him at events all the time, and, I mean, he's always upbeat and uh, courteous and uh, just just a nice guy. He is. He's a nice guy. And, you know, I've met Jeff, oh boy, probably about 15 years ago. Um, And he always has a nice word. He always works really hard at what he does. And, you know, he believes in helping people. So that, to me, makes a huge difference. It's not just, you know, all about me, all about money. It's all about how you're going to serve and help others. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern. And go to coasttocoastam.com for more.